All right, all right. Bathroom break has ended. We are back. We did some fun stuff. We did some movies. We did some music. Now it's time to get into some real stuff. You know, looking back at the decade, you know, I think that we are just in general, you know, we've aged. We are completely different people than when we were, what, 13? 12, 13? 12 and 13, yeah. We are now 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we figured, you know, let's get into the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's start it off and say, uh, let's talk about growth. Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've grown into the people we are today by mm-hmm. the different events that we've gone through, whether that's in school, out of school, uh, failures, yeah. um, you know, anything. Um, I don't, do you want, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. I'll start with, uh, obviously. So moments you've is, grown in life. Yeah. From this decade. From in this decade, the, the like top three moments where I, I would say that I've grown. Um, well, I don't, I don't know if this is a moment necessarily, but kind of, um, I would say at a certain point, um, in the past, two two and a half years i would say i grew in the sense that i got better at putting myself in terms of my and my own happiness first okay in terms of uh and not in a selfish way but like for a long time you know i was in a relationship where i wasn't like it wasn't the greatest for for either of us you know i was kind of like one foot in one foot out the door sure um and for a long time i, I like for a long time i subjected to myself to stuff not because I wanted to, but maybe because I was afraid of like letting someone else down or hurting someone else's feelings. Mm-hmm. So I think I grew um, with the end of that relationship and even some stuff before that um, in the sense of being able to realize that like this isn't this isn't good for me. Like this isn't doing anything for me, but like kind of just like making things worse. It's almost just like going through the motions a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think I've gotten better at kind of recognizing when stuff like that is happening and not being afraid to like hurt someone or like just be honest with people yeah. and be able to kind of like know that I have to, in some situations you got to be a little selfish and kind of put yourself first. That's actually, no, I think that I'll match that with my number three. You know, um, I'm looking at my list here and mm-hmm. I don't even know if I have a specific order. Um, but since you bring yours up, um, when I was, I've only really been in two serious relationships in my life. I'm currently still in one. Mm -hmm. Um, the first one I went through was a huge chapter of my life and definitely is a huge factor in who I am today. Um, but I think even more so once that relationship ended and not even the moment that it ended, I think I did kind of do some growing up at that point. Yeah. But until the moment that maybe this new one started, um, that I could kind of just let go mm-hmm. of all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I had a good talk with uh, one of my old friends, Libby. Yeah. And, you know, I think we've all been in situations where you go through a breakup and you're just trying to get back with your ex. Yeah. Um, and she says, listen, you know, you're just really at the end of the day, you're just fighting for um, to have that moment again. You yeah. know, you're at a moment where, you know, it's the highest feeling you've ever it's had in your life. Yeah, it's comfortable, mm-hmm. and it's like, I've never been happier than at this moment. Yeah. And she looked at me in the eyes, and she says, you're never going to, you're not going to have that same feeling again. If you were to get back together, it's going to be different. That doesn't mean it's going to be bad, but it's not going to be the same. No, yeah. 
So in a sense, you're just fighting for, for like a, a feeling that you had in the past that you're going to be fighting to keep trying to get. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to get there. Yeah. That doesn't mean that whatever comes next would be bad. It just means it'd be different. So, you know, it's kind of being in the mindset of, oh, I want to get back. I want to get back. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that kind of opened my eyes a little bit. Um, okay. But just in general, I think that they're just a person I am from that that breakup in general um i think opened a lot of doors for me just growing up you know i think that right after uh, i went through that breakup i was heavy into social media that would be snapchat and everything you know i was there's a while there there's a couple of years where i was on snapchat everything i did i snapchatted that's true and it kind of be i became a snapchat guy you know um and part of that, like a big factor is that of who was watching my, my story. Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of living my life like that That would be like my, my kick. It's like I'm checking to see who watched my story. Yeah. I'm checking to see who looked at it because um, it'd be a handful of people. It's like, okay, this is all this. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. That was like my fix. Yeah. Um, and you just hit a certain point where it's like none of this freaking matters. Mm-hmm. Why am I mad? Why am I on social media? Like, yeah, I'm technically I'm on social media now and. If I'm doing something fun or eating something great, I'm yeah. going to throw it on there. But I'm not too worried about what everyone else thinks. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, uh, kind of like you said, you just have to worry about yourself. I think there's a lot of times there where um, we'd be in the car playing music, and I would play music for whatever whoever I was in the car with. I'm like, oh, I know that they like this band, so I'm going to play this. Yeah. Or I'm going to play that instead of, oh, it's a Tuesday. We're going here, whatever. I want to listen to this song. Yeah. Now I'm to the point where it's like, I'm just going to play what I want to listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that I'm right there with you that we both kind of got over relationships yeah. and that we are more kind of focused on ourselves more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, not, you know, you, not had, a, yeah, not you have to be in yeah. a certain, at the end of the day, you do have to be a little selfish when it comes to yourself. Yeah. Because then you're going to live your life. You, you can't live your life living for other people and then look back and be like, dang, I should have stood my ground at this point in my life or that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think that we, in a sense, are in the same boat mm-hmm. there. Um, what's your number two? Uh, I would say number two. This is, it's like a little cliche, but it's not because it's it's honestly true and it's something that I've had to deal with and it took a long time to get comfortable with, but I'll, take, I'll talk about that a little bit more later. Um, it's just like growing up and becoming more independent. Um, like, it's just for me specifically, like like everything I used to do, like I depended on my mom, mm-hmm. I depended on my grandma, and uh, so like growing up and going off by myself and just really having to learn what like I knew and kind of reevaluate like what I knew, what I knew how to do, kind of just handling different stuff. It's just it's a completely different ball game, and it's it's nothing but an opportunity to grow and really learn like what your weaknesses are and yeah what you kind of just evaluate everything a little bit more. So I think obviously I was forced to become more independent, but in that sense, like it allowed me to grow a lot and just kind of learn more about what I do good, the things that I still kind of slack on. And it just, it's, it's a huge growing up moment. And I mean, everybody goes through it, but I think it's different for everybody. And for me, I think it really, it, it's it's done a lot for me for sure sure um i think that that's something that uh maybe i'm still looking to do more 
than yeah, I'm sure. at now. You know, I think that that's something I probably struggled with. Mm-hmm. A lot is being more independent just because I come from a pretty great family who's mm-hmm. always looked out for me. I'm the youngest. So, you know, a lot of my siblings, you know, that, you know, just life, you go through life, mm-hmm. you know, you run into a lot of problems and especially as a parent, you don't know what you're doing. Um, so you're just trying to figure it out. So mm-hmm. by the time you get to the youngest kid, it's like, okay, everybody's kind of, mm-hmm everybody's been through everything so i've just had so much support from my family throughout my whole life and even now that i'm 22 and i'm not in the same state as my family you know there's still i have that that blanket around me yeah. you know that support um and there's times where i definitely get frustrated at myself because it's like man like i always am depending on somebody else and i would like to depend on myself yeah um so I don't know. I guess I look up to to you in that sense that you've been forced. I wouldn't say I got it figured out, but no, I, yeah, I don't think yeah. anybody does. Yeah. But I think even Cayman is the prime example. Of, yeah. This is guy his whole life has been somebody who has just done everything for himself. Um, so of our friend group, you know, obviously you you've you're dealing with it now. But Cayman is like Jesus. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's something. Yeah. He's a um, character. But anyway, my number two uh, is something that I definitely care a lot about especially because i have a lot of nieces and nephews who will soon realize this but this is just that the world doesn't revolve around me um i think it's kind of it's one thing that i really like to balance because Mm -hmm. earlier we talked about how you kind of have to be a little selfish you know you yeah in terms of like making yourself happy and not like letting yourself be miserable if you are miserable exactly uh i think in middle school specifically i was the type of guy who i'm like what you haven't seen this movie what the heck are you doing you know and at the end of the day i've just come to realize that you know we're all just trying to figure it out you know i think in high school you're just in a bubble you know, you're just around the same people every day, yeah. and every that's the only thing that matters. You have no idea of what else is outside no, of there. not at all. You know what I mean? And then life is just waiting for you. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yeah, you have your fun time, and then, you know. So just, I think there's a lot of times where it's like, there was almost a competitive nature to it, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm going to go, and I'm going to be famous. I'm going to go off, and I'm going to prove these people wrong. And it's like, what are you doing, mm-hmm. you know? Why does that even matter? It doesn't, you know, I think that one thing that um, I think is pretty cool is that, I mean, I don't live in my hometown anymore, and I'm definitely very homesick most of the time, but every time I go to my hometown and I see people that we went to school with, Mm -hmm. I run up to them, I, you know, see how they're doing, because I truly hope that they're doing well, you know, I think that, I don't know, it doesn't, I don't care about where, I don't look at myself above anybody else, and I think that that's something that I've really grown in the sense um, that I, yeah, I don't know, I'm not too, as as, even though we said, you know, there's some selfishness in the sense of finding happiness, I'm not too, I don't think that I'm the cream of the crop, I don't think that my opinion's always right, you know, Um, I like disagreeing with people so I can get a new Mm -hmm. perspective on things, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a cool thing to realize, you know, I think as a kid, you think everything that you do is the best, no matter what. This is my favorite movie. This is the best movie that's ever Mm -hmm. made. And it's just, you get older and it's like, I understand that there's reasons that I like this, but in general, other people are going to think different and that's just as fine. There's no, you know, everybody's just here. Everybody's on the same level. Mm -hmm. And that's something I really think it took a while for me to get to. Um, so that's my number two. Okay. Um, for me, I, I definitely, without a doubt, the biggest way I've, I've grown, um, 
and especially in in recent years since high school or really in high school there's like a specific kind of point i think uh my biggest place that i've grown is just kind of being being more comfortable in my own skin just being like myself like i guess in, in a way also kind of just like being more confident in who i am and like what i like things like that kind of like um a little bit like with you so for me a long time it was a struggle I've always been a person that kind of I, I stand out or I, I did especially okay because of the the thing I do with my head um, it's always been something like it, it was something that a while back it was kind of cool like going to a place where people didn't know me because it wasn't necessarily like I was bullied but it was what I was known for mm-hmm. it wasn't like anything about like what I liked like the things that I did it was just this one thing and it's that Whenever I sit still, like, my head is just always moving side to side. So it wasn't, like, the worst thing, but it's, like, okay. Like, I mean, that's what people know about me. Like, mm-hmm. you see me, you know it's me because who else does that? Yep. Um, so it, it took a long time. It took a long time to get comfortable with that. Like, even when my family would talk about it, like, oh, you've done that since you were, you know, since since as long as I remember. You're mm-hmm. still doing that? I'm like, I don't, it's not like I'm, 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 not, I'm not doing it on purpose, honestly. Do you realize you're doing it? I don't know that I'm doing it. Okay. Yeah. So it's something that I, if I went my entire life without a single person ever mentioning mentioning it, I would never know. Mm-hmm. So like I don't feel what I'm doing. I can't tell, um, and it's really weird. So it, it it took me a long time to be comfortable with that. Like in class, I in like middle school, I would like I'd sit on my hand and I would like I would always find ways to hold my head up and make sure that I'm not just like sitting here like this because then I want to start doing that. Um, so it took me a long time to first get comfortable with that. I was never really able to like, no, I don't care. I mean, um, and I think like halfway through high school, I really started to become more comfortable with just who I am before that. Like it was, I was at a new school. I didn't know a ton of people. Um, but over time I started to meet more people, you know, I was in a certain friend group and that one was still like me, you know, you're always trying to kind of figure out who you are a little bit and kind of express that and i i don't think i really did a good job of that early early in my high school career but i would say like a big thing like especially like once our friend group really formed like when it was me you riley came in i mean i've just been able to take a lot of things from my friends and kind of recognize that like these guys like they just like like me for for who I am for what I bring to the table. It's not about what I could bring to the table. It's what I do bring to the table. Like obviously, if we're friends, they already know like who I am and what I'm about. Um, so like being more comfortable with that was a huge deal. Like you are, you know what? Like you know who you are, and like you're not you're not changing that for who you're around. And I think I think Zach Brown is an incredible example of that. Nilla is Nilla. He's always Zach Brown. No baby. matter what, like oh, I mean, yeah. I can I can hate the fact that he's gonna wear jorts when we're in New Orleans, but it doesn't matter. He's gonna do what he wants to do, and I love that. Like that's why he's one of my best friends. That's why you guys are all one of my best friends. Cayman is Cayman, no matter what. I mean, and he has his moments where he can turn it down, and he'll really surprise you. But it's not like he's a different person. It's just like. It's just, you, you know what I mean. It's yeah. like, I've taken stuff from all of you guys and it's just that, I think that's easily the biggest part yeah, of I think my, I, my life where I've grown. I think that makes sense. You know, you yeah. obviously depending on who you, uh, like people always say you are who your friends are, mm-hmm. you know, so you just take a little bit from everyone. Yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. You know, and I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, 
if there's one big moment in my life that I think that I've just grown or just was the biggest uh, just step that I've taken so far mm-hmm. um, in this decade, uh, it's probably going in to Columbia. Oh, yeah. You know, I was a guy who only lived in his hometown, um, only went to school for gen ed stuff, mm-hmm. was wanting more, was wanting to try new things. Yeah. I've traveled a lot as a kid. Um, but nothing more than a week or so or a few days. This is like living in a big city with mm. new people. You know, it just, it was a huge learning curve for, for me just as living, you know, mm. living in an environment where you're walking everywhere, where you have to carry your groceries home. I, I remember the first time I went to the grocery store, I got all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get a bunch of pop. I'm going to get this. I got like four 12 packs of different kinds of pop. Oh, Jesus Christ. I got all my groceries. And then I realized, how am I going to get this home? And I carried everything home. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just a big learning curve. You know, you just learn a lot about yourself when you're put in those environments where you're just, it's just you. You know, I had three roommates, you know, I, I don't know. I like to think I'm a pretty social person. So it's not like I had a tough time making friends or anything. Um, it was just a fun chance for me to be like, this is kind of a clean slate. Mm -hmm. You know, I can be whatever kind of person i want to be yeah um but again i i don't know i in general i like to think that i somewhat know who i am Mm. so it wasn't even like i'm gonna change i you know i fucked up in high school so i want to be completely different it was just like i know that in these areas i'm not the best you know i'm not the best at making um the first move on talking to people um or that sort of thing so i made more of an effort to do that um i think that me going to columbia i don't know i guess i found out who my friends really are yeah you know i think that there's a relationship that i had where i thought that since i moved away it was going to get a lot closer Mm -hmm. and it did the opposite actually you know i heard from them a lot less um and there's other people that I didn't stop talking to um, while I was there. Um, that, I don't know. That just was such a it's, reality yeah, flip for yeah. me because it's like you could almost, it's like I would almost take a bullet for this person mm-hmm. or these type of people. And then to be put in that situation where you just are so positive that your life is going in one way. And then a few months later, it's the complete opposite yeah. you know you just kind of find out who your friends are and you know i think that that's when we went from being really close high school friends to being the the type bond that oh, we yeah. are now easily you know for it's sure. just it's just one of those things that you look back on and it's like i mean we we literally didn't stop anything i worked on you're the first person i talked to about it mm-hmm. you know now it's just become part of the process yeah. it's like i'm working on this what do you think i love it um you know avery's a creative person so at first i'm like oh i'm gonna bounce some ideas off her so i'll call her and say here's what i'm thinking and then we get crickets and then maybe i get a little irritated i'm like how the heck are you not giving me anything right now um and she's like go call d or something you know Mm -hmm. you know because she gets mad too um no i don't know i think that it's just such a big it's it's such a big uh just in general going to columbia um was such a big step for me and just growing into yeah. the person I am today. Um, 
Yeah, that's got to be like the biggest thing, you know, no, the biggest step that I've made. Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, so so there's we covered growth. Mm-hmm. Um, we flirted with the word a little bit this last category. Yeah. Um, but the name of the game now is perspective. Mm-hmm. So three times where just you were thinking one way and then instantly you're like, wow, this has really opened my eyes to see something completely different. Yeah. Um, top three, I guess I'll start this okay. one. Um, I guess, uh, I guess I talked about it a little bit before and I don't necessarily want to be to do a whole lot of repeats or anything, but I think just graduating high school, yeah. you know, and having to kind of do stuff on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that college is going to be somewhat like high school. It's just more on you. You yeah. know, there's a lot of classes that are formatted the exact same as high school. So there's a lot of people that are irritated by that. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, everything's a struggle, yeah. you know? Um, I'm, that doesn't mean that every class is going to be as hard or that hard, yeah, no. you know, but you know, life gets in the way, you yeah. know? It, yeah, you know, I'm getting an A in whatever class, but mm. you got to worry about paying for toothpaste. How yeah. am I going to get food? You got to get toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a lot of things that you don't really think about yeah. that maybe high school doesn't the tiniest things. prepare you for. And uh, perspective-wise, it's like, I hate to bring it up again. You know, I don't want to say the exact same thing, but I just truly care that everybody that I know or have come into contact with is doing really well. Yeah, you know, I could. Again, I I don't look at my even though I'm living in another state, and maybe some people are like, "Oh my gosh, he does a podcast or he yeah. makes short film." I mean, it's fucking anybody can make short film. Uh, that's the way I, you know, it's just the way I look at it. It's like I like doing this, so yeah. that's why I do it. But right. I don't think of myself as anything, you yeah. know. Um, I'm not that good at math, so anybody who's freaking like Tony's great at math, so I look up to him, and I'm like, dude can't do that shit you're freaking you're running <laughs> yeah, it brother yeah. um i don't know it just it's just an eye-opener that uh thinking not only for myself but yeah. just like you know we're all just trying to make it yeah. and uh to just support everyone is kind of mm-hmm. that big eye-opener for me i guess graduating high school okay um mine is a little a little bit different and i'm sorry it's probably gonna, it's gonna be a little bit heavy um but it's just number like, three um <laughs> Yeah, because there's just a, there's like a couple things that like, in terms of this, I guess it might be, okay, I'm going to move it at least, I'm going to move it to number two. Number three, I'm going to say something that kind of like, it changed my perspective on people that I, I know really well. I would say it was um the talk we had at Denny's yep. with, it was me, you, Cayman, mm-hmm. and Riley. Um, so these, we were, we, that was our like core friend group in high school. Mm-hmm. And obviously like we, me, you and Cayman, we have stayed close and Riley, we're, we're still friends with, but it's not as close. You know, we don't all like, we're not all in the same, I don't know, mindset on certain things. And that night we kind of, you know, he, he's, he's married. He, it's just like, it's a different life than we know or even come close to knowing and we all just sat down at denny's that night and just talked so open. it's like it's probably the most open conversation i've had in a group mm-hmm. and it was just i mean nobody like it's not like we were holding punches nobody was like going at each other or anything well i remember it because i was hanging out with riley before 
um, we went to do that. And you were coming into town. Yeah. And I told him, I'm like, oh, once it gets to this time, which is pretty late, like 11 at night, yeah. I'm going to go and I'm going to meet D. And I remember he says, oh, do you care if I come? And I'm like, what the heck? Well, I'm like, first off, why would I care if he came? Second off, I'm like, are you sure? It's all freaking, we're meeting at 11, like at night. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that doesn't matter. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. You know, so we, we go and we have just a normal conversation, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and then it's getting a little, we've been there for a couple hours. Yeah. And then Riley's like, I don't know, you know, it's getting pretty late. And then I'm like, boom, you know, I just throw it out there. And then one small little kind of deep question, I don't remember what it was, turned into this whole conversation yeah. of us just letting it out, mm-hmm. everything. It was, And it wasn't like it was problems we had with each other or anything. It was more like we were talking about ourselves and, like, the way that we, like, viewed things. So, like, I think the thing that started is you're, like, you're married or just, like, something like that. You asked about that because... Like, it's something, like, we, we talked about, and, like, we don't understand someone else's thought process. And just, like, hearing him talk about it, it's it was just, like, it opened my eyes. Because it, it definitely wasn't the way I looked at it before. Um, and I never just, like, I guess at the moment, I just was never just, like, you know, I should ask about this. Because, like, I mean, it's just interesting when you see people that you, like, care about and that you're close with. And they're just, like, really talking about they're talking about either something that they're passionate about something that like happened to them that is like it is like really defining for them and honestly it, it's really it was like really opening up it, like the the big thing was the fact that came and opened up yeah came and just it was the it was something that i've, I've just had, never I've seen had a few talks with him yeah, just me sure. and him at denny's where that kind of same thing happened mm-hmm. um but to do it in in front of an audience like that yeah. um, was shocking for sure. It was different, and it was just something that I kind of, I was like, wow, that's really, it's special. It's something, for sure. Yeah. Huh. Um, another, the second thing that I have is another thing that I have kind of talked about, but it's just, um, I, I think it's kind of under perspective. But it's just that I think for, so the decade started and we're teenagers mm-hmm. and now we're, uh, we're in our twenties. And I think a lot of that time is just figuring out who you are. Yeah. Um, and you see a lot of people kind of live their lives with this kind of hanging over their head. You know, I think a lot of times people who go to college don't necessarily know who they are yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that high school forms you into maybe one type of person and then once you get out you don't need to have your guard up like that or you don't just need to be that you can be whatever Mm -hmm. so it's just it's you know you get hit with the question what do you want to do with the rest of your life you you know um these are just big questions that you don't necessarily have an answer for and i just feel like i don't even know when the switch flipped i think it was literally like somebody asked me oh what do you want to become you know you get a lot of people saying, oh, I want to be a nurse. I want to be this because they make this much money. I want to yeah. do this because this is a pretty stable job. Oh. And I never really wanted any of that. But the, the moment that somebody asked me, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? I thought, uh, well, if I want to do something, it's going to be fun. Yeah. And what funner job is there than to make movies? Mm-hmm. So from that point on, it's just like, that's what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it. But 
and figure it out. Yeah. And maybe I was even too loose because, again, I've had such a tight support mm-hmm. group. I'm like, I'm just going to figure it out. And that's kind of how I've lived my life up to this point, you know, um, just taking every opportunity I can get. But I don't know. I just see a lot of people that really focus their life on figuring out who they are, worrying about what other people think. And I don't know. There's just so many questions in life. And I think that figuring out who I am isn't one of those ones that I need to worry about anymore. Not to say that I'm going to be the same person another decade from now that I am right now. Mm -hmm. But I think at this point in my life, I have some general base of who I am. And then we're going to keep stacking stuff on top of it. You know, some things are going to change. um, But I try my best to, you know, I think one of the biggest pet peeves I have is just those people that are kind of chameleons. So depending on whoever they're around, they kind of change their personality. And that drives me fucking crazy, dude. It's like... I know it does. It's like... (laughs) Oh my God, that just annoys the shit out of me. Um, Not that, like, of course, you know, there's some people you're just going to talk to a certain way. You have your own inside jokes. You have whatever. Yeah. That's not what I mean. Um, But if you like... So let's say we're having a great conversation and somebody else walks in the room and then I pretend like that conversation never happened Mm -hmm. and even I start making fun of you. It's like, what the fuck's happening right now? Like, I hate, I hate that shit. So I just, uh, maybe even seeing that growing up, I never wanted to be that. So it's like, I'm just going to think about myself. You know, I know what I like. I know the people I like being around. So I'm just going to stick with that and then see where that takes me. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I don't know. That's one of those things that at this point in my life or just once I kind of hit that mode of this is what I want to do. Um, I thought, you know, this is, this is, I know what I like, you know, it's not like I changed what types of movies I watched because of who I hung around. It's like, no, this is the music I listen to. This is the movies I like. This is my sense of humor. You know, you just hit a certain point where I'm like, yeah, you know, that's pretty much who I am. Um, and I kind of like having that feeling of anybody who kind of meets me uh gets the idea of yeah that's that's luca you know uh yeah so what's number two for you um i would say i mean this is it's it's a fairly basic thing but it it happens different for everyone i think um college i mean moving from going from knowing everybody that i graduated with and knowing everybody that like walked across the stage and Mm -hmm moving to a place where i knew like three or four people sure um it was it was a real adjustment and it was just it was unlike anything that had i had ever gone through it was um the first time i had ever like lived more than like 10 minutes away from my mom Mm -hmm. and it was bizarre and like the first week it was real it was a real culture shock um weird so i had a weird college introduction because i missed welcome week because we saw Billy Joel. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, it's not like I would have been out. I, I would have been doing what I did like the entire first two weeks. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I just like my room sucked. I didn't know my roommate. Like every day I'm just like calling to talk to my mom for like as long as she'll talk to me. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Something just like it just fell off. It was weird. There's just like this feeling in my stomach. But I mean, obviously... Over time, it grew. Like I made friends there. I ended up finding what I wanted to do there, and mm-hmm. um, I knew people there. And I kind of already, like, obviously, I ended up living with Colin, and that was great. Um, 
it just kind of opened my eyes to a lot of different stuff and it's the time where I kind of felt like I, there's a lot of stuff that I like started to get into like once we like all became friends but like this is where I really started to like get into movies this is where I first started to this is where I first this is the first time I got Netflix so like that really I started the like I started I watched all these shows that I love and all this stuff that I love sure um so it's just like I mean they're formative years and it it was just like I said just moving it like it was just it was a, an adjustment so it like opened it just made me realize how much more there is to the world than Jackson, honestly. And it was, it was, it was an odd experience. Really, uh, rough start, but I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I mean, change anything about it. Okay, okay, I respect it. Um, my number one is uh, well, okay, so I again, of course, the Columbia thing's so big for me. Yeah. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm. Um, but I'm going to go with something different. I'm going to spice it up. Uh, my number one kind of has to do with two jobs specifically that I had that really just opened my eyes for two completely different reasons. Huh? Um, I think the biggest one is when I started to work for Jim Brown, which is Zach Brown's dad, a.k.a. Nilla. The goat. Um, well, maybe, I, maybe I'll do that one second because the first one led into the second one. Huh? Um so the I, I, I'll talk about save time first. So when I came back from Columbia, mm-hmm. I was going back to school, didn't have a job. Um, our friend Tony uh, was moving into a house. Yeah. They had an apartment, uh, him and Kylie, and then they moved into a house, and they asked me if I would help them move. Of course I did because mm. I helped them move into the apartment. So now it's kind of a tradition that whenever they move, I got to be there. Um, and then to thank me they're like do you and do you want a job and i said uh hell yeah (laughs) yeah and it was at this little weird convenience store which was a party store mixed with a laundromat which also had a place which also had a kitchen in the back so we would make pizzas uh, for pickup Mm -hmm. so you could do your laundry order a pizza and then when you were done come pick it up and yeah it was a weird weird place it's a, it is. and when we first got out of high school before i went to columbia you know i was in jackson hmm. and um i probably i looked down on it a little bit you know i knew that they worked there for a while and that wasn't the first time they asked me to work there and i said no i'm gonna do something funner than that that sounds like a blast um but you know after i got back from columbia you know maybe i just wanted to be around uh my buddies yeah and I was like, uh, at this point, you know, my dad was on me about getting a job. And that's like, oh, my God. Um, so I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, of course, I'll do it. And it ended up being one of my favorite jobs I've ever had. You know, uh, I met a lot of great people there. And uh, they, it was it was definitely like one of those family-like yeah. um, environments. And it just kind of opened my eyes in the sense that, uh, you know, when, when, growing up or just even once we hit this certain checkpoint of okay i want to go to school to be this thing mm-hmm. it takes a while before we get there you know neither of us are there yet no. and i don't know when we're going to get there so that time in between you know we're just doing any job oh yeah so you're not going to get to do what you actually want to do until you're older that's just a fact kind of yeah. unless you're lucky as shit yeah. um so it kind of opened my eyes that any opportunity you get to hang, to spend time or work with the people that you really enjoy working with, like your friends, yeah, freaking do it, dude. That's like what I want to tell my nephew and nieces. It's like, don't think like, oh, I don't want to work there because my friends work there. 
Mm-hmm. Right? I don't want to work there just because my friends work there. Every freaking minimum wage job freaking sucks, dude. Huh. You know? It's like, just go and do it, you know? If you're going to spend all your time at this place... Do it with people you enjoy. Exactly. And, yeah. You know, there's too many people who take jobs that they literally fucking hate. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to probably be there for a long time. So, if you're going to start off anywhere, start off with somebody you know, you yeah. know? Um, and I, I had a blast there, but unfortunately, Save Time closed down mm-hmm. before I moved to Rockford, so I'm... I'm still in Jackson, and I was planning to move back. So what am I going to do in the meantime? And I just threw it out there. I said, hey, uh, Nilla, I know your dad does like... He's a contractor. Yeah, he's a contractor. He does work with random people. I know Riley's worked with him before. Um, Throw my name out there. You know, I weigh 140 pounds, but, you know, if he needs me to do anything, I I don't care. And uh, thankfully, Jimbo... He always um, comes through. He said, hell yeah. And I showed up and, uh, you know, we worked together for a handful of months. He loves like, you, dude. And I had a freaking blast, but that was just such an eye opener. Because in general, I'd say, I, w- I didn't even know if biased is the right word, but I kind of looked down on people who um, were maybe in manual labor specifically, mm-hmm. um, which is terrible bratty thing to do yeah. you know i was the type of guy that's like well they didn't freaking go to school i'm supposed mm-hmm. to feel bad for them because mm-hmm. they're freaking busting their ass every day yeah. um sorry you know uh you made some bad decisions maybe but not everybody's like that but just yeah. in general i think a stereotype is yeah that's the type of person that's in construction mm-hmm. um and now that i got to do it you know this is my opportunity to freaking actually build something actually make something yeah. to bust your ass for a couple hours and then get you know kind of nice pay and then to look at something and be like i made that yeah that's freaking that's a great feeling you know i i my perspective is completely different you know and that's something my, my dad did manual labor for a long time he worked at zimmer marble uh where they made countertops mm-hmm. and sinks and yeah. all kinds of bathtubs and whatever and um uh, so he he was he's been a big part of manual labor for a long time um, and he's always kind of been on me about that. He's like, you know, those people bust their asses to make the buildings that you sit in to yeah. work on whatever or just anything. Yeah. Um, so he's always been on that camp. Um, but after work, you know, I just, I love the feeling of waking up early and uh, joking around and, and listening making to stuff. Music yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah. You know, and obviously Jimbo just makes it a pretty light environment. Um, that dude can get along with anybody. Exactly. Like, you know, and on. just kind of just seeing how he talks to people mm-hmm. or how he works, you know, I think that he sets a, just a great example and stuff. And now yeah. I have somebody that anytime I, I need anything, um, easily, he's, he's the person I can call. You know, yeah. I think that my bond with that dude is, I don't know how I would compare it to anything else. It's I, I, as someone who also has a unique bond with him, I get it. Yeah. I think that, uh, I don't know if I should throw the the L word around too much, um, but that's one person that I definitely think that I freaking love Jimbo, man. I, everybody does. I Absolutely. Know. And for their own reason. Yep. Yep. So that's that's my number one thing where it's like I just completely am on the complete other side of this where before I kind of looked down on that career path in general. Yeah. Um, mine is, I, I, I'm going to, there's going to be a slight tonal shift. Uh-oh. Uh, it's no, it's uh, it actually kind of does involve him. He's uh he's definitely 
one of the the like main father father figures that I've had in my life, like without a doubt. Um, so something I don't know the best way to put it. It's kind of made me appreciate certain people in my life more. Um, but just what I have written down is just like my relationship with my dad has kind of really opened up things like in a, in a, in a unique way for me. I think it's kind of taught me to not hold on to things, um, in terms of like anger or resentment and just kind of, I mean, I've kind of learned that I can't change certain things and that's okay. So, um, just kind of like a brief overview, just like throughout my life, my dad's been kind of in and out and I don't, not necessarily by choice. There's some, uh, run-ins with the law when I was younger. And then for a while, it was one of the things like my parent. I'm a child of divorce, which is fine. I'm not like torn up about it or anything. I like I'm, I got pretty used to it. It wasn't even like weird to me, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. But like, so we lived with our mom, and every other weekend we went to our dad's house. Um, so for a long time, like I, I love my dad. He's he's one of my favorite people. Um, just funny. He's someone I could talk to about anything, and I always loved like weirdly i always love talking to him about school um he's a really smart guy he he would always have like this stuff that i'm like how do you even like how do you even know that mm-hmm. um, but like I've, like we always talked about history a lot it's part of the reason i love history um but recently it, it's not the same so it's different it's changed my perspective on things and before i think when i was younger i made a lot of excuses um you know i didn't really understand the kind of full extent of everything that was happening. So I think I made a lot of excuses for him and I kind of didn't really think about the truth of the situation. But I would say three or four years ago, his mom, my grandma passed away. That's where he lived. And then after that things, honestly, like besides from, aside from popping up on Facebook every once in a while, like I, I probably haven't seen him like in person in like two years year and a half, two years. Um, so that's really put things into perspective for me before I would have been like mad. And I think my sister gets mad about it. I have no idea how Cyrus feels about it. Um, and that's part of it that kind of really like puts it into perspective for me. And me and my mom talk about it all the time. Um, it's made me realize the role that I've played in other people's lives, but also the, like recognize the people that have played big roles in my life. Like my mom, obviously, that's like goes without saying. She did so much by herself. It's I can't even comprehend. Like, I'm struggling to take like we all struggle to like take care of us. She did it with four people, and it's yeah, ridiculous. Dude. It's fucking bonkers. Um, like Jim is another person. I basically like lived at their house for a long time. My uncle, my great grandpa. There's just a lot of people that I think I kind of like overlooked mm-hmm. the type of things that they did for me, and I held on to this idea that. My, uh, I don't know, like sometimes, you know, you just, you can't really control everything and you got to be okay with that. And I'm, I'm okay with it. Like it sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the biggest thing is that I've learned not to worry about what I, I guess what I don't have, but kind of focus on what I do. And that was like the biggest lesson and kind of teaching me that I think. Yeah. I think there's certain things that are just out of your control, Mm -hmm. you know, and really, the only things you can control or I, I mean yeah i mean yeah it's it's um it's something that took me a long time to learn without a doubt and like i said i think my sister still gets 
caught up in it. And like I talk, my, my mom and I will have this conversation like once or twice a month, I swear. And it's just like, honestly, I just feel bad for my little brother because him, they, those two were really close. And I mean, he and I are really close, but like those two, most of the time, it's kind of shitty. But like on my dad's weekends, like I'd be off hanging out with you guys on mm-hmm. weekends because like when I'm not at school, I want to be hanging out with my friends. Um, and it would just like leave Cyrus there alone with my dad and they spend a lot of time together. Um, so my mom and I would talk about it and just like whenever he'd like pop up or I, I'd, I'd maybe ask, I'd just be like, have you heard from him in a while? And she's like, yeah, you know, I used to talk to him on Facebook a couple of days ago or whatever. I'm just like, honestly, like I'm fine. I just feel bad for Cyrus and she'll go on she'll say whatever. And I'm like, mom, honestly, at this point, like, I don't care anymore. Like, it sounds like a bad thing to say, but honestly, it's just what it is. And she's like, I know you don't. And it's terrible that you have to feel that way. But I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know if it is. It's just something I've come to, uh, I don't know. I just enjoy the other things that I actually have. Like, I, I really have a deeper, a deeper love and a deeper admiration for the people that just like, even if they didn't have to, they're like consistently doing things like Jim Brown is the like he's such a great example of that like I'm not his I'm not his actual family but I am you know what I mean sure and it, like he always jokes every time like over the summer um it was Labor Day I think mm-hmm. I went to their party like of a family friends and to everybody that doesn't know me he's like he's like this is D this is my favorite son. It happens every time. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yes. it's, it's great. Um, so just stuff like that, you really like appreciate it more and you look at it a little bit deeper when, I don't know, you just like, you kind of come to grips with the people that are actually there. And yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I know it's, it's a deep and it's, but I mean, it's, it's, it's something that it really put a lot of things in perspective for me. Yeah. No, I think that, yeah, that's freaking great. That's yeah. a, that's a good one. Um, okay. Sorry. No, yeah, yeah. Lay it out, brother. Lay it out. Um, next one we got. This one is this one's kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, I think that when you're a kid, mm-hmm. uh, you think about life and you think, where do I want to see myself in 10 years? Yeah. Um, we have all different kinds of expectations for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, going into the decade, where are, what are the top three ways that maybe you think that you would surprise yourself. Yeah. So like if 12 year old you, like if you said, I do this, this, and this, or I'm this way, this mm-hmm. way or whatever, would you, what ways do you think you'd be the most like, what the heck? Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you start. Okay. Um, well, uh, 12 year old D'Angelo, you were not a baseball player. Um, and that's fine. <laughs> but I think the, the third one, what I have at number three is that I actually, uh, I write for a living, which is, it's still kind of like, when I talk to people, I think people I talk to think it's cooler than I do. I guess it's because I do it every day. Um, but I came into college as a pre-dental major. Um, since, since as far back as I can remember, like, I mean, I'm, I'm one of those kids who watched SportsCenter on a loop falling asleep at night. Like, I would just watch the same episode over and over and over and over mm-hmm. because I loved it so much. And I just... I wanted to work in sports. I always did. Or I wanted to play sports or work in sports. It was always my dream. And I think the fact that I'm actually doing that and I'm actually like I my my job title is a sports writer. I think the fact um, it took me a long time to even be able to just like 
take this step and actually like make that my major and actually pursue it. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I'm able to actually able to do it every day, I think, uh, is something that would, would surprise young me for sure. 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 Um, this one's kind of a, a given, um, uh, but I've always been such a big movie guy, mm-hmm. such a big music guy. Uh, if I would have told 12 year old me that I was doing either of those things, I would have been like, hell yeah, you are. Um, but look at us here now. I'm doing podcasts every week, yeah. and I don't even know if I knew what a podcast was back then. Oh, not a chance. Uh, so the didn't. fact that I i guess I would say you're kind of doing a radio thing, kind of. It's kind of like a radio show, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Um, I'd probably be like, really? I mean, that doesn't seem that... F- I, okay, nobody loves their voice, um, and I think the radio people have a real specific... I'm like, oh yeah, that guy's got a great voice. Not I just, always, though. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily see myself in but that way. But you do way. love asking questions. I do, but maybe at that point I didn't realize that this that is kind like of a that this is like yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. a hidden talent. Yeah. Um, I probably annoyed more people than anything because, <laughs> uh, that's just what twelve-year-old people do. Um, Absolutely. So just podcasting in general being mm-hmm. kind of a big thing now. Um, that that's probably a shocker for. That thir- makes sense for thirteen-year-old. Yeah. That Luka. makes one. That, absolutely makes sense yep um my number two is something i think this is a more recent thing that i'm surprised that i'm like able to do and i think it's kind of looked down upon but it's also i don't know it's fun to me like we we kind of like we'll do this together sometimes and it's great i uh i'm kind of i think i'd be surprised at my willingness actually this is this will go this kind of ties into my number one a little bit um but my willingness to kind of like look back on stuff, like mm-hmm. specifically, like um, we had the night where we were like we were on PlayStation, and we were just like messing around. And in between games we were playing, we're like flipping through our yearbook, and we're like, okay, guess who wrote this in my yearbook? Sure. So a lot of the times it's about just like just like fun stuff that I because like when you're young, like the big thing is high school. You're like, I can't wait to get out of this place. I I'm done with this. These people, mm-hmm. these teachers, this everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like. I don't know. I'm happy. Like I, I loved those times and it's not that I want to go back to them, but I can reflect on them fondly without like still living in the past. Like I was, I was um just kind of sitting around the other day. I'm like, huh, you know what I have the urge to do? I just like, I feel like listening to like some of the, the key songs, like off the Legally Blonde soundtrack. Like I just want to kind of remember those days a little bit. And I'm able to do that without feeling like weird about it because like, I don't know, those were just times where i had fun and i just like i was around people that i loved and then i got to spend so much time with Mm -hmm. these people that like everybody's kind of separated it's all splintered but i mean just the ability to not really be bogged down by the fact that you have to be constantly moving forward because i am but i like that i'm able to to kind of just like look back at stuff and still enjoy it and not like like oh that was high school that was stupid you know sure um my number two is uh, honestly looking back. Uh, I don't even know how religious I was, mm-hmm. um, but it'd probably be a shocker if I told myself when I was thirteen that you don't really believe in any religion at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel pretty neutral. You know, I don't care what anybody if they believe in this or that. It yeah, doesn't really, bother yeah. me at all. Um, go, cool. you know. Um, Honestly, the thing that kind of opened my eyes was that first relationship I had. Yeah. Um, 
she also didn't believe in um, Christianity. And uh, she's kind of the first person that kind of challenged me on it in the sense that she's like, are you religious or anything? And I said, yeah, you know, I believe in this. And she's like, why? And I never really thought about why. You know, it's just I went to Bible school when I was younger. I went to church and stuff. Um, And then when I got older, I kind of stopped going. Mm. Um, And I was like, what do you mean why? Because this, this, and this. She's like, you, okay, so break that down for me. You think this, this, and this. Does that make sense to you? And then I thought about it, and I'm like, huh. Uh, I'm irritated at the moment, and I'd be really mad about it. And I'd think about it, and I just couldn't come up with an argument for it. Mm. Um, No, I I just, at this moment, do I think that there could be some supernatural thing um, going on? absolutely mm. uh the the universe is too big for that not to be a thing um do i think that there is a heaven and hell not necessarily you know mm. I, I mean it's it's kind of bitter but i do kind of think that once we kick the bucket the lights just turn off and that's kind of the end of the story mm-hmm. um some part of me thinks religion is just uh, about uh we're all scared to die mm. and kind of to be able to um, come to terms with that. Mm-hmm. So like religion kind of opens you or like lets you think or gives you some sort of hope of there's yeah, something. There's that, life after and, death. Yeah. and I think that we all kind of are dealing with that because nobody wants to die. No. Um, and neither, you know, of course I don't. Um, but I think the proof is kind of a big thing with me. Uh, and I don't have any specific examples or mm-hmm. other than this crazy thing happened to me what are the chances that this could happen Mm. and that's just at this point in my life i haven't had anything that significant happen to me like that um but again i don't you know think what you want Mm. um but if i told myself that at 12 or 13 i would have been like what the hell is wrong with you yeah um so yeah that's my number two okay um my number one i feel like it's kind of a little bit out of the box but like i said it, it goes a little bit and with my number two um my number one i think i would be surprised obviously this for a young kid would be surprising um just by my ability to be patient when it comes to things that i want Mm -hmm. i think that something that i've gotten good at and i don't know um really when it started for me but i'm not i don't feel like i'm never really rushing through things okay um I, I'm always able to kind of take my foot off the gas pedal. Um, and I f- especially at our age, and you know, you finish college, you're constantly trying to move up and up and move forward and move forward. And I think I am, I am moving forward, but I don't think it's um, like I'm not so, so worried about it that I'm not okay where I'm at. And when it comes to something that I want, whether it's, uh, regarding things with certain people, certain interests with certain people, certain interests with certain jobs or certain places I want to go. Um, I'm not necessarily rushing to go there because um, not, I don't. it's not that I think that I've got all the time in the world, but also I know that I'm, there's not, there's certain times where I just know that it's going to take time. And I think the ability... I don't think I think it'd be hard for young me 
who's like on on the the cusp of entering high school and like growing up like a little bit more um to understand that like you can kind of relax a little bit when it comes to some stuff that you want and it's not like it kind of goes into your thing like it's not really all about you but um i don't know it's it's kind of hard to describe but that's kind of a, a thing where i feel like it'd be like oh you're telling me like you're not like i'm not constantly like trying to do things because i feel like if you do that you're just no matter where you get you're gonna be not happy with it mm-hmm. which is like i want to do better in every in every sense but i know that it's a process and it's not something that you can just kind of skip the line and yeah so i guess it would be something like that okay um my number one uh so from the time when i can remember there's nothing more that i wanted to be just a family man Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as much desire I have to be some famous movie director or just something and just having a job that I'd love to do every day. Yeah. Um, I've equally, well, I'm a big family guy, so I wanted to be married, wanted to have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm sure if you asked me when I was 13, I'd say by 24, I have a kid, I'm married, blah, 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 blah. That goes into my patience thing too. There's no. I'm 22 and I don't want either of those things for a while. You know, I, I had a talk when I was at Columbia, or yeah, I was at Columbia, and I came home one weekend, and I went to our old high school, mm-hmm. and I was talking to one of our old teachers about it, and I'm like, you know, one of the things that keeps me up at night is that I'm going to school for this great thing, and I guess in a sense it's kind of selfish, but that's just what I, that's like my dream job, yeah. but at the same time, it's like I'm worried because what if I do find somebody that I want to spend the rest of my life with and I want to settle down and the career I want to go into is the sort of thing where I'm gone for six months mm-hmm. or I'm traveling all over the place. It's like, how would I be able to have both of those worlds, you know? Yeah. And, um, she basically just gave me the talk of, you know, uh, her and a lot of her friends had kids when they were real young, but there's this one friend that she had who just went into the work field, Right. And in her 20s, didn't feel great because all of her friends were having kids and she'd go to the baby showers and she'd go to all the birthday parties and hold the kids and just feel kind of bad. Mm -hmm. But regardless, she just was single and she, you know, the job that she had gave her a lot of opportunities to travel. You know, she went all over the world to do whatever she wanted to do. Um, And then when she got in her 30s, she met somebody and then she settled down and then she had kids. And then looking back at the situation, it's like she's having the same thing that these people had, but she spent her 20s getting to travel the world and to yeah. go all these different places. Mm-hmm. Whereas once you have a kid, it's not that like you can't travel at all, but it's like... It changes you're, everything. It does. Uh, and, you know, having that talk with her really opened my eyes. I'm like, oh, I'm, I don't need any of that anytime soon. You know, I have a lot of stuff I want to do. And... Not that that's not still one of the most important things yeah. I think of. My, I, at this point, I almost think of it as like two chapters of my life. Mm-hmm. And the first part is kind of about me. It's yeah. the biopic. And the second part, the moment that I have a kid, the moment that I'm just looking at this thing that we've made, it's like nothing else matters other yeah. than this thing. you know. And I think maybe I still have a few things to write in my side of the book before yeah. we get there. Um, and I think if you... And that's about having a kid. Um, I don't even necessarily, I'm 
haven't the idea of getting married uh isn't that great to me at the moment um not that I don't think I'm ever going to get married yeah. cuz I'm sure it'll happen but I'm not rushing for it at all yeah you know I I'm not opposed to it at all you know my both of my parents are people that had kids when they were uh like we're talking like 15 and 17 mm-hmm. so it's like they had kids when they were young and you know my dad's somebody who uh married when he was super young and then didn't last and you know he's just a prime example of just because you have a kid doesn't mean you have to get married you know yeah. i think that the we just had that mentality that it's like okay because we did this we have to do this and that's mm-hmm. not always the case yeah. you know um so maybe just kind of those two things together uh, have kind of formed the way that i think now and i guess uh if there's anything that would have shocked me when I was younger, it'd be that because yeah. that was the only thing I was thinking about is having that movie love story where I end up having meeting mm-hmm. the woman of my dreams and having kids and having a family yeah. and whatever. Um, now I'm to the point where I'm like, 24 is pretty freaking young yeah. if I will live to 80, yeah. you know? So, I, uh, that no, that's something I really relate to actually because uh, I think that we're kind of on the same page here with me. That was something that I like really wanted when I was like in high school. Is that I, I wanted to be in this long relationship. Like I think at that time I really wanted to be one of those people that could be like, yeah, I got to marry my high school sweetheart. Yep. Yeah. And yep. I didn't, and I won't. Um, <laughs> and my, I mean, like same for you. Like people in my family had kids young. You know, my mom had me when she, when she was nineteen, and I mean that's great like i think we all we're all fine i love where we're at because of it but like recently this year my sister had her kid my younger sister had a kid Mm -hmm. that's all the kid i need yeah she's great i'm an i'm an uncle myself Mm -hmm. i have three nieces and two nephews and uh i love being the fun uncle and you know i get the same feeling that I and it's not the same feeling yeah, as no, I yeah. would as it, but it's like I get to have all the fun without having to deal with all the baggage of waking up in the middle of the night yeah. or you know just all everything that comes with being a parent. It's like I can avoid that, but every once in a while I get to come and spend time with the kids mm-hmm. and just have fun and just eat all the 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 snacks yeah, and yeah. all the bad food and watch movies and let them do some stuff mm-hmm. they're not supposed to do. You know, just yeah, yeah, yeah. My, uh, my grandma has this thing she likes to do now where every time like we're all together for like a family thing and mm-hmm. there's a and like my my niece is there and my sister's there and like my mom's there she's like well dingo it's your turn now i'm like grandma you got a long time <laughs> i'm like you got a better chance getting one out of cyrus <laughs> it's yeah i'm good i'm right there with you okay yeah we got one more right I think that was my last... Oh, like category? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, It is kind of the same thing we just mentioned. Um, But at this moment right now, we're coming at the end of the decade. Uh, Let's go in the future a little bit. So let's ask the same question, but the opposite. So 10 years from now, once that clock hits midnight, Mm -hmm. where do you want to see yourself, I guess? What are the, the top three things that you'd like to see... I don't, I don't even know if it's like yourself change in these ways or just like where do you want to see your life in 10 years, mm-hmm. I guess is the question. Yeah. Um, do you want to start? Yeah, I can go first. Okay. Um, the first thing for me, and it's like a little thing, but it's something that 
it, it's easy for me that I, uh, it's something that I kind of fall into and it happens, but I would just like to really be in, in kind of every aspect of life, a little less complacent. Um, it's a thing that I've, I've dealt like, it's easy for me to kind of fall into these routines and, you know, where I do the same stuff every day and like, I want to be able to be patient, but also just not be so comfortable with just sitting in the same spot like mm-hmm. i want to be not be complacent in, in the sense not always like striving for like a better career or like a better job but just like doing things like always just like little things like i want to read more like i always tell myself i'm going to read more and i don't read more i just want to do like little stuff like that where i'm like i don't know i guess like bettering myself through just like doing more than just the stuff that i do every single day like i don't always in 10 years i don't want to like be coming home and just like dying to play mad and i want to be able to do something different sure and i would say that's that's my number three um i think i had that somewhat as my number two but i'll match that um i just wrote down the word flexible Mm -hmm. um even though i would love to direct movies you know go into RVC has kind of opened my eyes to, oh, I like kind of doing a little bit more. I like to write. You know, yeah. I like to write a good screenplay. I have fun acting. We've done theater. We've done mm-hmm. shows together. Yeah. Um, I'm big into music. I've filmed some. I've been lucky enough to um, film some some live performances. I have a great time doing that. Yeah. Um, and I, at this point in my life, I love kind of bouncing around and doing all those different yeah. things. And we're, shit, we're doing a podcast right now, mm-hmm. you know. Um so 10 years from now, I just, I like the idea of being flexible in the sense that, yeah, in general, I have a specific job, but being able to be open to doing more than just one thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm right there with you. You know, you want to read more, you want to do this, you want to mm-hmm. do that. Um, I want to be flexible in the sense that I can kind of do all these yeah. different things. Um, shit, this podcast is kind of an example of that. It's like, you know, when they say, what's your podcast about? I said, it kind of depends on who's on. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be held down like we only talk about movies every week. It's like, yeah, I mean, of course, I'm most comfortable talking about movies, but I'd like to talk about music. Have you been through anything crazy? Mm-hmm. Have you done something that I don't know anything about? So I'm learning with you. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I like, I don't know, I like mixing it up. Mm-hmm. Shit, we draft the team in 2K, and after a season, it's like, all right, next one. After you know. a game. After a game, yeah. it's like I just I like new things. Mm-hmm. I like mixing it up. I like being flexible. Um, so in ten years, I hope that my life in general is somewhat flexible. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Um, my number two is also kind of work related, but it can it can be more life related too. But um, for me, I'd like to just in general like explore. What I wrote is explore my my profession more creatively. Hmm. Um, right down right now, I'm kind of I'm a sports writer and I cover high school local high school sports. So like every once in a while, like I get to do like cool profiles, cool features on people, and that's that's fun. Like that's the best part of my job is getting like to just sit across the table from a person, talk to them for however long, and just like kind of understand their story and then be able to tell it to other people. Um, so in some sense, getting to do more of that, getting to do more of the stuff that like we've started to do a little bit for fun. Um, I just like, I love writing and I want to do it more, but I want to do it more my way. And at my job, like I can't always do that. So even like exploring ways outside of that, even if it's just for me, even if I'm like putting it up online and no one's reading it, like, I just hope that 
and I don't get complacent and I'm able to just kind of write about all the things that I want to write about, sure. not just like the one like thing that I'm kind of forced to write about, not forced to write about, but that I write about for a profession. So I'd like to kind of explore that in a more creative way. And just like, if I have something that I want to write about, I actually like sit down and write it and like, who cares if it's, I mean, if, if I'm the only eyes that, if my eyes are the only eyes that see it, that's fine. But I want to be able to just keep writing, but like in the ways that I, I love to do it and the ways that are fun. Like the thing that we've been doing for like the past week is a blast. Like I love doing stuff like that. So hopefully doing more stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And even in 10 years, I, I hope that I'm at a job that like allows me to do some of that. Sure. Um, I guess I'm lucky in the sense that, uh, I mean, not that yours isn't, um, but kind of the stuff I'm doing is pretty creative. Yeah. So I guess I get to kind of flex those muscles, um, mm -hmm. almost every day. Um, so I'm, I'm not necessarily worried about that. Uh, I get my number two, um, I love to travel. Mm -hmm. I hope that, you know, by the 10 years from now I've traveled double the amount of places I have yeah. this part of my life. You know, I think one of the, uh, a lot of my best memories are traveling when oh. I was younger or shit. We went to new Orleans and Incredible. we took a cruise to Mexico, um, and we, you know, we still talk about it. I just love seeing the world, and uh, I think perspective is a big word in this podcast so far. And uh, just opening your eyes to different cultures, and you know, honestly, one of my favorite things is food. Um, so going and trying new foods from different places. You know, what's a Chicago style pizza compared to a New York style pizza? Mm -hmm. You know, we're like actually getting to, you know, it's the whole Goodwill hunting thing. Which says you can read as many books as you want, but you don't know what it smells like when you're standing at the 16th chapel. You know, you don't, yeah. uh, I don't know. I just, there's so much out there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, again, I know I hate being put in a bubble. I just want to see everything. Um, so traveling is a huge thing for me just in general. Okay. Um, so that's my number two. My number one is uh, live outside of Michigan. Hello. I just. I know the feeling, brother. Yeah. You do. You actually do. But yeah. um, we are outside of Michigan right yeah, now. Yeah, we are, and um, it, it plays into travel. Like I didn't want it to just be travel because I can travel I want and still like live in the same places that I know. Like I want to like get somewhere new. It, it'll be different, you know. I want I want to experience different things and maybe even like live a couple of different places. But like I know we have plans in the works, which is is, is exciting. And the gears are moving, people. Yeah, I'm excited about like like stepping forward into that and hopefully just like getting to see the world, but but also getting to live in different places and getting to know different places other that are different than the places that we know. Because you know, right now we're just in the Midwest, and hopefully, like we'll get the chance to live outside of that and just see. You know, it's totally different, and I'm excited to kind of see what that world is. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, that is that's like my number one thing is in the the ten years hopefully as at some point I feel pretty confident that I will but like live outside of Michigan sure sure uh, my number one thing on my list uh, is something I talked about earlier uh, you know ten years from now I will be thirty two yeah Magic Johnson hello uh, and I just, the only word I have written down is stable. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I just, you know, the career I want to go into isn't the definition of stable. 
um, us being college students, you know, young college students, uh, our life at the moment isn't stable. No. Um, I'm somebody who definitely relies on a lot of people to help me out, whether that's from my family or the person I live with right now mm-hmm. or my girlfriend or whoever yeah. helps me out. You know, even like it's, it's weird. It's almost to a point where it's like, even like the good things, it's like, yeah, I did that. You know, I work two jobs right now. Yeah. Um, I'm like putting in the time and I'm going to school. Like I have two jobs and I go to school. I still kind of feel like I was giving these opportunity. I don't know what it is. It's just kind of a weird mindset that I'm in mm-hmm. right now where it's like, I don't necessarily feel like I'm as independent as I want to be. You I don't know, think, I mean, I wouldn't say that I am either. I know yeah. it's a thing that I'm like. It's like, I want to have my own car. I want to, Yeah. you know, I, I, there's a lot of stuff that I like want to, to have. I don't know. It's just, you know, you love those stories where it's like you start from nothing and then work your way to the top. Um, I've just always feel like I've had kind of that safety net. Yeah. And not that, of course, you know, that's stupid to say, no, I don't want a safety net. I just want to do it myself. Cause it's like, dude, you don't, you know, mm-hmm. it's, that's not a big deal at all. Yeah. Um, but that's something I think about a lot. So mm-hmm. I think 10 years, shit, 10 years from now, if I'm still the same way, I'll literally freaking kill myself. Not really. Mm-hmm. That's an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. That, no, that's like a big thing. That that's like every year my New Year's resolution is okay. I want to have this by the time and by next year. Mm-hmm. I want to have you know that's just something that I'm really working on, just becoming more independent and not having to rely on other people for stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird thing too because I hate being alone too. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like some insecurities mixed with it's like I want it but I don't want it at the same time. Yeah. It's just big internal battles. So I, I hopefully I've conquered those by the time uh, a decade, another decade has passed. Growth. Um, growth. Growth. Perspective. Looking for it. Movies. Movies. Rewatchables. Mo- music. <laughs> streaks. Stretches. Yeah. That was, um, uh, no, we we kind of hit a little bit of anything. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to add? I don't think so. I uh, This was a good idea. It was yeah. fun. I, Shit, I need a fucking shot after this one. Um, no, obviously D, I don't even have to thank you. You know, this is, uh, this is is something we've, uh, we've always talked about doing. We don't Mm. get the opportunity as much as we'd like to. Um, we are starting to do some more creative stuff together. A little little writing action back and forth. Having fun, Um, that's great. Yeah, you know, um, you know, coming to the end of the year, uh, I think we're both in a pretty good spot and I'm excited to see what comes next. Same. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys.